Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Downton Abbey After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Downton Abbey After Show. Oh, welcome everybody. <laughs> Bing is for doing <laughs> and Tamara's already in tears. Uh, yes, Bing is for doing and we are doing another After Buzz TV show, uh, after show for Downton Abbey, the season three finale. I'm your host, John Comerford, and I'm joined in the studio by the very teary-eyed Tamara Bird. Hey, everybody. And of course, Alina Akram. Hi, everyone. And our very special guest host. You know her better. Well, she's a huge fan of Downton Abbey, first of all. We need to say that first. But you know her better as the voice season two star and recording artist, Katrina Parker. Katrina, yeah. Did I, did I, I said it. I said you did. It. You got a little tongue twisted. Beg your pardon if I didn't say You're that correctly. Katrina. Uh, okay, there's so much to cover. We have obviously two hours, and they they did not they did not hold anything back. There was no they resting. Just, no, they just episode. put it all in there, and they said, let's get it all in two hours and see what comes of it. But we, we went from Downton to Donegal. We've had a lot of very odd pairings in this particular episode. And, of course, we saw the demise of Matthew. So, uh-huh. And how are we feeling about this, ladies? <laughs> so sad. This was the spoiler that I yeah. accidentally read about... Um, around a month ago, yeah. I was doing research for the show, and the in the UK newspapers, there's this giant headline: Julian Fellows talks about why he killed off Matthew. And I'm like, ah, oh, curses! <laughs> I mean, we had talked about yeah. how that it was a possibility because mm-hmm. there had been rumblings about yeah. uh, Dan Stevens leaving the show. Yeah, and when I I was. Yeah, and we do our best not to even be aware of anything so that it comes to us as it comes to the show. Right. So, and uh, Katrina, you you were may have been a little bit aware I was. of the possibility. Well, I mean, I, I read the news that he was leaving the show, I think it was a few weeks ago, right. a couple uh-huh. months, and I was like, oh, great. Well, we know it's... I mean, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Yes. I knew it was coming, and that kind of ruined it for me a little, yeah. but it was still a little graphic enough mm-hmm. and yeah. dramatic enough that it still, I mean, it still made me cry. And what about you? Alina, you had I, no idea, right? I didn't expect it. I had read also that he wanted to leave. However, I never read that it, w- it had actually it was, happened right. or it was a final decision. Uh. So it came as a shocker <laughs> to you, right? I still don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you still think he might be alive, right? You still think he Listen, might be Listen, those <laughs> truck drivers are going to run around. There was a lot of blood coming out of his <laughs> ear. There was a lot of blood. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay? Yeah. So <laughs> I refuse to believe it. She's going to hang on to her hope. 
no matter uh, what. So. It was well, and it, the thing is, is that you know, as I watched this episode, I knew I didn't know how it was going to happen, but mm-hmm. since I had read the spoiler, I knew it was going to happen, and I thought it was really interesting because through the entire episode, they kept doing those hunting scenes. Yeah. Right, we go to Dun Eagle, and there are guns and swords all over all the walls <laughs> yeah, yeah. in every, and so I kept watching that with this knowledge that that Matthew was probably yeah. not going to make it, and thought, oh, there's going to be a grisly hunting accident. And, you know, every single one yeah. of those those shots inside the house and then the shots during... I was tense through the whole thing. And then he ends, you know, his end comes in one of the jo- most joyous moments of his life. Right. Well, he's happy. It's just all of us who are left without him. Where's that? <laughs> That's true. Yes. But I thought it was Poor interesting Matthew. that they, they chose to do it that way because it's a, quote, modern contraption that killed him. And he, you know, represents yes. that and the whole thing, how we, oh. they've been playing that through the whole series. That's a dark place so, to go to. Well, you know, I mean, well, you know, <laughs> and, and even the way he was driving, he's, he's kind of like, you know, almost, you know, swerving down the road with yeah. glee. Yeah. So, and then not to be. And as, as it's happening, oh, man, they're going to kill him with a car. <laughs> going to get another traffic accident. How how hard did that, I mean, in, in the English countryside to get in a traffic Just accident. Just there's no, no cars on the road. Yeah. <laughs> so, and a lorry comes by. So, yeah. But, all right, but prior to that happening, of course, they do their duty, and they have set an error for Downton, so that's safe, of course. So, <laughs> and who was, I think everybody was saying that the babies are harbingers of doom. Every oh, time yeah. a baby comes, somebody dies. No. I no think more it's be- babies. Th- no. It's a one in, one out philosophy. Right, the exactly. new baby comes, we got to get ready. <laughs> yes. so, You're going to lose an adult. That's every right. Time. So, yeah. Anybody <laughs> in the cast, we're having another baby. Everybody in the cast goes, oh, no. <laughs> and it's not even Edith going. It's it's people no. that everyone really cares about. So, oh, <laughs> oh poor, poor yeah. Edith. Yeah. Poor, I'm just kidding. Poor Edith. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. Sacrifice the poor middle child. So. Why do you feel about that, uh, but camera? Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Poor, poor Edith. <laughs> did anybody think for a second, because they were, you know, obviously they did such a, a, a pointed way of talking about Mary saying, I shouldn't be going on to this, don't dance, all kept trying to talk about how challenging her pregnancy was and she shouldn't be overexerting herself. Did anybody think for a second that that baby, you did, Alina, you the thought The whole that time I was like, why is Mary going? She's had difficulty getting pregnant in, in the beginning and yeah. we saw what happened to Sybil. Yeah. I'm like, are they going to repeat this, you know, the whole Sybil story with Mary or at least the complication with the baby? So. Yeah. I was worried. You were nervous about it the whole time. Little yeah. did I know. Yeah. <laughs> they did their job Little then. Yeah, they distracted you. Right. You know, <laughs> the, the other things that I thought were really well laid out yeah. through the toward the end of this episode was all the reverence to Matthew and what he had done and yes. everyone basically declaring their great love for him. You know, Mary saying, mm-hmm. I feel I am half of myself I'm only half of myself without him. Lord Grantham yeah. thanking him profusely, we'll, and we'll mm-hmm. get into more of that. Yeah. But you know, just you know, sending him off in in a, heroes, a very fine yeah, exactly. way. A heroes, but heroes also, I think they were also departure. setting up. Also, they were also setting up. They were setting up Mary because she kept saying, you know, they kept, he kept saying, "You're a wonder. You're going to be a wonderful mother. You're a terrific yeah. person." All these things, and, and she's going, I, "I know you think that, but I hope, <laughs> I hope I'm the Mary of your Mary, not Edith's Mary or anybody else's Mary." And uh, yes, I was saying that too. It's like you know, because. If, if she's Edith's Mary, she's not a very nice person. No, I mean... Right. And she's... Matthew was her greatest champion. Exactly. Yep. Aside from Lord Grandpa. Right. And, yeah. you know, it, 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 and she kept saying, I, well, I know you think that. And I go, yeah, a lot of people... Just, 
Don't think that. <laughs> they're not. They're not high on Mary at the moment because right, she's well, no. such a snob about uh, Gregson and everything. Oh, the whole thing with Edith and she's the mean girl in high school. Yeah. Can we? Ta- it's not really a prediction. So can we just talk about what we think? How we think that's going to affect Mary in the next season? Sure. Really? Well, I think that's why they were doing it. They were trying to set her up to say, look, the only one on her side is Matthew, and they, now he's gone. So now. What's she gonna do? Poor, poor Edith. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Mary is gonna be a bee with a vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's gonna be she's gonna, gonna bury be her. Everybody. Just, yeah. Stay out of her way. Because no. she's gonna be so angry about losing Matthew. And yeah. I think she's not even gonna care about that child. At oh, least not initially. Wow, that's a huge Postpartum prediction. depression. Okay. I mean, Katrina, yeah. what do you think? What do you think about how Mary's gonna be next season? I mean, I I mean, two things could happen. I feel like they could either take her to a very yeah. a very dark place where she gets very angry and that kind of mean I feel like she's very complex. She has a very mean streak in her. Yeah. Yes. And I think she also has a very good heart that Matthew brought out. So without him to kind of rein her in, is she gonna become Edith's Mary? Or is that baby gonna be the thing that kind of helps her soften up and right. become a kinder human being or is the baby going to again yeah. remind her of depression and you know what I mean is that well, going to happen if you think of where they ended last series uh, you know they en- they ended it with the proposal mm-hmm. in the snow yeah. and all that and uh, how everybody so was so gorgeous and so romantic, romantic. and everybody's happy <laughs> and this, this this series ends with a death and oh my god they're split apart and as always all TV shows go it's better when the two will they won't they rather than when they are so mm-hmm. she's going to have more fun that way because they'll bring somebody else in, right? Right, yeah. We do have news and gossip oh, about well, some of that. So we can talk about, that. We'll talk about Yeah, we've got, we've got a little news and gossip. <laughs> but, you know, another thing that I wanted to mention, because you, sure. you talk about how they, they call them series in right. each season, a series in the U.K., and we call them series. Or seasons. We call them seasons. They call them and, series. Um, so this episode is called the Christmas special because it airs on it aired on Christmas Day mm-hmm. in the UK. And I saw an interview with Julian Fellows talking about how last season, you know, Christmas Day, everyone's fat and happy, open presents, they have their you know glug in hand. Uh, do they drink glug in the UK? Oh. <laughs> and uh, you know, sit down to watch Downton Abbey a year ago, and ah, uh, get the proposal. And this year, he said I was very cognizant of the fact that people were going to be sitting down after Christmas dinner. And watching Matthew die, <laughs> oh. and he said it was gut wrenching yeah. to to make that choice, but he had to make that choice because it wasn't like you know Matthew could go off to India and you know yeah. and be okay. He had to his character had to die, and so it was a, a difficult decision for him to make. I saw the look on Alina's face. When Did you he said. have to do it? On, like, couldn't he do it next season? I don't know. Yeah, well. apparently not. Dan, Sorry. Dan Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, he better become an Oscar-winning actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of people are ticked off. <laughs> Why can't you keep doing the series and do movies? Yeah, well, yeah. people are saying it, it's a Caruso, you know? Yeah. David Caruso, David Caruso moves, so. Yeah. We do have news about him as well. So All right, let's so move on to our next All right, all right. All right but, but, so let's move on from that. Let's, the whole reason everything sets into place is because they decided to go from Downton to Dunneagle, and it's... I, I thought was so fascinating is the way that Bates set up the whole thing that this is the uh, the highlight of his lordship's calendar yes. and they usually go there and then you find out why and it, it, Grantham just loves this place because it, it harkens to a day that he still wants to live it's the tradition he even likes the bagpipes he's glad to hear that they're <laughs> keeping up with the old ways and to him this is paradise this is what it should be 
and of course, as as he's there, we, we he starts to learn more and more. This ain't no paradise. Right, the paradise layers lost. get peeled away, right. and he sees so, down to. But it's set up wonderfully. I mean, uh, and the whole series open. Well, the whole a particular episode, I should say, the cre- opening credits was totally different. Which was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah, I wonder if that's just for the special or if it's for the whole next season. We don't know. We don't know. I've, I've you developed want a particular back, fondness for the dog's butt. <laughs> I was gonna say the dog's butt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ESP. Katrina yeah, <laughs> likes, likes the butt. There you go. <laughs> I did love this. You heard it here. (laughs) (laughs) Where they were packing everything up and getting ready to go on the train. I thought it was really pretty. I think they just... And the chaos of... I honestly think they should uh, screw the credits. We we need to throw more stuff. We don't have enough time for the credits. I know. We need to stuff over the credits. But uh, and then when they you, you come up to Dunneagle, that shot when you what a castle that is. Yeah, yes. yeah. I learned a little bit about it. It Dun is Eagle. it is in Scotland. So yeah, um, and it's a it's a place called Inverara Castle, um, owned by the Campbell family, and it was built not as a fortress, right. not as anything, but for the glory of you yeah, know our wealth for- and yeah. and position. But to impress, yeah. it was built, built to, to impress, impress exactly. Fortress, yeah. And they were talking about how it's it, the Scottish castles or or you know fa- f- fancy manors are very uh-huh. different from English ones. And uh, I, I can't. I think it was Julian Fellows was talking about how different they are, and that they're you know they're, they're you're definitely in Scotland, which is a little more salt of the earth, I think. Right. Um. So that's it. That's wow. all I wanted to say about Inverera. But it, it looked great. It did. It's beautiful. I, I mean, at one point, it looked like a miniature. Yeah, no. I was like, yes. is this fake? Is this Because they did like a faraway shot. It looks yeah. like a perfect miniature lawn and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm glad it's a real place. It's a real place. Oh, it's a real place. <laughs> I just saw Doom when they walked in, and I saw all those, uh, the sword, yeah. the guns. I thought that was the foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, I was like, jeez, this is yeah. not exactly Downton. No. <laughs> No. Where are the flowers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Why the warmth? Yeah. The tapestries and the flowers. Well, yeah. the, well let's, let's talk about that. It, it isn't Downton. So you, you, even though Grantham wants it to be, he wants it to be the thing, the end-all, be-all of everything. The bagpipes I thought was hysterical because the next time he hears <laughs> those bagpipes, he's not so happy about no, them. No, no. <laughs> pillow over his head. And, of course, as soon as he gets there, we, we, we know that uh, Shrimpy... And Lady Fletcher, they're at odds, and of course, Trippy and Susan. That's right. And Rose, giddy to see the, the <laughs> you know the Grantham, uh, the Crowley girls. So she's happy to see them. But we know that this, whatever it is, we don't know what it is. But we know Shrimpy and uh, Susan are not too happy with each other. Susan yeah. is just she's a bitter, she's bitter a woman. Yes. She's a pill. That's a great description of her. <laughs> it's a pill. Sour, a shrill pill too. Very shrill. Sour. She's terrible. got a lemon in her mouth all <laughs> the time. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, but let's get into it a little bit because you know Grantham just is so happy to be there, and then every step of the way, Shrimpy just tells him, "Well, it's really not that great. Uh, we're getting transferred. It's going to be a horrible place." But you know, I don't care because we don't right? really like each other anyway. Right? <laughs> it's like what? So depressing. <laughs> it was, it was like, I felt again. I felt bad for Grantham. He just wants you know. I haven't been able to be here for years. I just want to come back and have a good time, and everything gets taken away from him because it's just yeah. a horrible place now. With and no fighting fun. and tension. And yeah. So much so tension. awkward. I mean, that is, that's like the awkward family dinner you don't yes. want to go to. Susan yeah. and okay. Shrimpy, everything's like a battlefield. You don't yes. know where the mines are, like yeah. where to step. 
In it's fact, he stepped right in. Remember, as he's coming down the stairways and they're fighting, yeah. and he goes, uh, "I know my way home. I know, my <laughs> way. I know where I'll I'm find going." My way. <laughs> no, I was not staying here. It. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, and uh, didn't you just want somebody to yell at uh, Susan? Yes. yes. Would you Relax. somebody put her? Yeah, it's terrible. She's she just incredibly critical of Rose yeah. all the time, oh. and, and you know, Rose called her. Out, Can't I go just five minutes without being criticized by you? I know. I know some of us feel that way about our moms sometimes, <laughs> but she, it, it was just. It, relentless, it looked yeah. like for for Rose. I mean, well, I, it helped me understand Rose a lot better too. Her yeah. rebellious yes. streak—it's like, oh, I see. This makes sense. Yeah. Yes, agreed. So, uh, but the, I think for me, when Shrimpy says that if I had any gumption, I would have modernized like you, and we would have saved. That was Dun fantastic. So Dun Eagle is going to be gone. Yes. So grant them again. Realize that Downton is the only place. <laughs> What's left of it anyway? Mm-hmm. Right. So he realizes. So that's when he finally realizes there's no paradise, and I should be happy with what I have. And uh, you know, and that's when he really, uh, you were, as you were speaking yes. earlier, that's when he really appreci- appreciates Matthew for all he's doing to yes. save it. So yes, I guess thanks a full for circle Matthew. in that in those two hours for him. I know, right? Yeah, and he can't wait to get back. <laughs> 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 and not just because of the baby. So, anyway, I thought that was wonderful. So, um, let's see. Before we go any further, we want to take a moment to thank everybody for writing in and uh, giving us comments. Uh, Tamara will look into those and see if we have any to thanks uh, personally. But please do go to iTunes, rate and comment, download for us, uh, and uh, keep that going. We're, we're, what do we got? We got names? Yeah, uh, Arlene and AZ, we want to thank you for your comment. Also, Gus in Tampa, Matter Gray, and Dusty Lyric. Um, also, one of the, these ones, uh, Dusty Lyric said, um, so glad that After Buzz picked up Downton Abbey. Any chance of doing a season one and season two summary or character study episodes wow. after the Christmas special in order to pass the long time until <laughs> season four? Wow. And we were kind of talking about that we last were. week. We so we're not sure really what we can do that will... We'll, we'll look into that. We'll look into it. We'll watch uh, watch my and Alina's Twitter um, yeah. Twitter yeah. pages for that and also f- After Buzz on Facebook. Right. And on Twitter, I want to thank Tom. Branson's girl. He was oh, giving yeah. us really nice compliments. Yes, um, very nice. Or gr- she was. She. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll, we'll have more uh, on the and news. And, and also, just to remind everybody, during our special segment, we'll talk to Katrina about what she's doing lately mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. all the information on that. But before we get to that, let's go on to our next topic. Well, because while the cat's away, <laughs> the servants will play. Yeah. And at Downton, all they're looking for is a breather. All they want to <laughs> do is sit down and relax. They just want to sit on upholstered furniture. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and have Mrs. Hughes catch them. Uh-huh. And Carson goes, yeah, wants to have none of it. He goes, what, no. uh, what we're not paying Are you Are we now? not paying you? Uh, or they not paying you, I guess is how he yeah. said it. Are you not being paid? Yeah, I, I just love that, you know, Hughes and Carson were great in this because they're just having the, she's going to bat for the servants. Oh, let them have it. And it, lo- it was like, completely like a mother mother-father thing. Oh, come on, let the kids have some fun. <laughs> it's so true. No, they get to their chores. <laughs> That's all it seemed like to me. It was a lot of fun to see them play that role. Oh, it it was, was fun. They're but so good together. They are. And, but Carson, of course, he showed he had a little tender spot because he said, you know, yes, they're going to go, but I won't I go. won't. What, don't you think it'll be fun, <laughs> Mrs. Hughes said? Yeah, because if I go, no one's going to have any fun. They're always going to be looking, looking over, over their shoulders. shoulders. That was fun. That was nice. It was, and it's kind of had that glint in his eye. Yeah. I loved that moment where he looked at Mrs. Hughes and she was like, yeah. you were right. At the table, exactly. Yeah, that it was nice. great. Again, very husband and wife, mom, yes. mom and dad. Kind but of then if, if you didn't feel good enough about Carson, then he has that moment of little baby suit. Oh, so. my oh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was beautiful. It was so it sweet. It was. <laughs> yeah. 
and all of you at the same time the reaction let's, from you let's have a chat so about sweet. it he yeah. says you can so see people and she is so darn cute she's really cute little baby Sybil mm-hmm. gorgeous oh so, that moment was really oh, that really did it for me gummy. yeah I mean <laughs> it would have been interesting to see the poll on that just to just all, every woman watching that go oh literally it's like watching your dad like you know what yeah. I mean pick up a baby mm-hmm. like you know I don't know it's just yeah. the relationship he had with Sybil was so special so that moment I mean we haven't got to see that yeah. yet so far and to see that was, was really lovely but of course all along you know you, you, I, I was thinking he's gonna let him go but he has to you know complain about it he has to <laughs> of course bitch and moan he about wouldn't it. Be him. Exactly. it wouldn't be him if he didn't <laughs> must I be undermined at every turn <laughs> like he's so put upon. Right? I love <laughs> it. It's terrible. Uh, Marissa, you have something to say about the swags, don't you? Uh, yeah, we ha- just launched this new thing here at AfterBuzz TV, um, the AfterBuzz TV store. So if you go to AfterBuzzTV.com, click on the little icon banner up at the top left. Uh, it'll direct you straight to the AfterBuzz TV store. You can buy mugs, bags, shirts for women and for men, baby onesies. For little baby Sybil. Yeah, little baby civil, right. so get your after buzz swag. Get your after buzz swag. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we've talked about the odd pairings, and for me, uh, this isn't such an odd pairing, but an, a, a, a new pairing because Edna appears. Edna, Michelle Pfeiffer lookalike, wasn't she? Kind of. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Right. Yeah. I get it. That's because something. Was yeah, there was something about familiar her. about her, yeah. and that's what I was saying. Was yeah, she's so beautiful. So beautiful. And hey. clearly doesn't know her place. N- no. 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 Talk about sassy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Very I said sassy. cheeky. Cheeky was the word very. I used. Yeah. I had very negative feelings towards her because I'm, you know, Sybil. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. I just, I feel like protective of Branson for some Even reason. Even though it's been a year. Even though it's been a year. Because it's only us, been a week for us. For us yeah. It's only been a week. And it weeks, seems like whatever, she was yeah. just here, uh, right? you know, very recently and seeing someone kind of. I don't know. Like, I mean, it was exciting for him, but it also I felt like was uncomfortable for him, and right. it made him really question what he was doing. And I just I hate that. Well, I thought know? it was a really complicated scenario because he's now of the family, but he was downstairs before. She's downstairs, but mm-hmm. feels like she she doesn't what, have. The, she's a very modern woman. Yeah. Doesn't have the barriers of of caste or you know class Propriety. system like they do there. And so it was a really complicated thing for them both to. Well, not her because she knew what she wanted, <laughs> but it was a little complicated for Tom, right? And, yeah. and trying. To figure out where he was, and yeah, it was a tough one. And also, Mrs. Hughes saying in the end, mm-hmm. you know, she made you question where you've come from, where you have come, and who you are, and who you are, right. and that's not right. Right. She yeah. was a bit manipulative, and I feel like she was playing against, you know, the fact that he's now a part of their family, and you know, trying to make him feel bad for that. Yeah, did fair. you get the feeling like that? that did, did you get the feeling that you know she's obviously fancied him? She thinks he's because what, what is she? He's good looking. I'll give him that or whatever. Yeah. Yes. You think she was just social climbing? Well, if he can do it, I can do it. I hope mm. not. I mean, I just got that she found him very attractive and mm-hmm. was like playing with fire a little bit. And I mean, he's obviously still vulnerable. I think she could sense that. And I don't know. I just I had a really negative feeling from the first time she well, was yeah, on screen with him. Exactly the way like, she. This it was is terrible. Not good for Every you. step of the way, she's crossing lines. And yes. well, first of all, she. Except Sybil's, I mean, I she had Sybil's picture. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Uh-uh. Hey, don't touch that!" Yeah, it's like, and nope, then yeah. Mrs. Hughes comes <laughs> in. But before Mrs. Hughes was even there, I'm going, "Hey, put that down." That's Sybil. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you stole the words from my mouth, like, yeah. and she even moved it. Yeah, she exactly. didn't put it towards his bed anymore. Uh-uh. 
No, too, no. Soon. Uh-uh. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Uh-uh. No, no, you don't. That's right. Alina, not happy with that now. No. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You know, right. Sybil will always have a place in his heart. You right. Well, well, so speaking to that, when he finally broke down, when because Mrs. Hughes was saying, "Look, don't," I mean, then he finally gives it up. It's like I can't bear to be without her. How long is he hanging on to that? He's not hasn't been able to say that to anybody really. Yeah. I mean, so. how are you gonna have an honest conversation with these people that took so long to accept you yeah. and really fought it every step of the way? I mean, it's it was be- that moment was beautiful and yeah. it made me cry a little, you know, because we haven't heard him really be able to articulate that. Right. Yet. And what do we think about Tom now? Because in the beginning, you know, when they started him, he was just, you know, kind of just an angry, you know, you know person who just wanted to get in your face about whatever you do and the dis- discrepancies in so- society and all that yeah. other stuff. And now he's just this fleshed out human being. And w- how are you feeling about him now? He's very likable now yeah. mm-hmm. and sweet and, and a good father or what it seems like a good father. Yeah. I don't know. And I feel like he still has his values. Yeah. But out of respect for Sybil and her family, he's trying to adjust. Yeah. It's interesting, though, that he always has had doubts because if he didn't have doubts, Edna wouldn't have had any traction on her argument that you should That's get down right. with that. Yeah. So you're embarrassed yeah. about who you are or, or who you were. Uh, so obviously he's having all those uh, kinds of thoughts in his head. Uh, and but the, the it was kind of like the two angel well angel and devil on your shoulder you got Edna and then Mrs. but even Isabel got into it she's the one that said look you have nothing to be ashamed about you managed the, the transition really <laughs> well and now that you have a position you're entitled to use it so you can yeah. speak to anybody so and she's trying and I think of anybody Isabel is always the one that's right on point she about is. trying to help people and do the right thing yeah and here she was just trying to help him too so. I mean, you got to give her credit. Esbel always comes through. For she that. really does. She really does. She's very. Symp- she's a sympathetic ear to anyone yeah. who will listen, and is is definitely a champion for for anyone and what they want. Except the Dowager. She may not be such much. Well, maybe not. But she's she so, not for the most part, no. Kind to her. Oh yeah, you know. always, always. But okay. Now speaking of kind, since we're just on Isabel, is there, unless there's more you oh, want to talk about Tom gosh, and Edna. Gosh, no. Because I wanted to get into Isabel and Dr. Clarkson. Oh, oh I man, it was. It was. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed for him. Yes. she's just oblivious, or she's completely uninterested. Well, right. What do you think? What do, What's your take on that? Katrina? I mean, I want her to be oblivious, but she kind of seems like she's too smart for that. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I don't know if it's out of fear or she just likes the status quo. And she likes where she is right now in her life, and she just doesn't want to be in a relationship. But I mean, I thought I think they would be so sweet together. I don't know. I thought so too. I'm a romantic. I, I thought so too. Alina, I like the pairing, but I feel like she just likes her status, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. She likes where she is in her life, and she probably feels like if I get married, I'll be tied down. I won't have the independence I do now. Mm-hmm. She definitely is for for a woman of her age. She she definitely represents <clears throat> the independent woman. Oh, sure. Sort of. You know, because she doesn't have a husband, and and probably also partly because Matthew is in a position of power. Right. I'm sure that elevated um, her status. And it just sort of lets her relax a little bit and be be more modern. Right. I think, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, you know, I, as it's happening, I'm going, "Oh my God, no, this is uncomfortable." <laughs> oh no, as you're seeing it happen, and he he downs his, uh, you know, courage. Irish courage, so, yeah, exactly. courage, rich one. I don't know. Hey, liquid, liquid courage. There Let's you just go. Put it that Careful. Way. Sorry, right. sorry, all the Irish and the Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, she did a great job because as it's happening, I honestly was going, I, I, I did she see it happening? I couldn't quite tell. I couldn't when, the whole t- time really when she says, tell. "I have no idea what you're talking about." So, uh, you know, I really was wondering, I go, 
but she's so smart she had to have known but she didn't she really did. tip her hat yeah. very well at the end, that's the moment when I was like, oh, she's not oblivious now. Yeah. yeah. She gets it, and for whatever reason. But yeah. the rest of the time, I was hoping she was oblivious because I feel like she was, I don't know. I mean, she was being very warm with him, but yeah. she knew she was leading him on a little, whether she realized it or not. Right. Because she was Invited leading him you know. to dinner. And but I thought, she gave him, I thought she gave him a great out. It was a, you know? yeah, yeah. wonderful. It was actually, it, it sure could have been more embarrassing. Yeah, yeah but how about him? I, I really appreciated him coming back, <coughs> thanking her for not, so he, he didn't make a fool of himself. Yeah. So he's, I mean, you could have easily just walked away and said, ooh, I dodged a bullet, you know, but no, he wanted to acknowledge her uh, great, her grace in the matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think, do you think there's any chance that they could become a pair? I, you know, be, because of that, I think there is. Oh, there's see, I would chance. like that. Wouldn't you like that? And she's going to be devastated after Matthew dies. Oh, she, she might need a shoulder. shoulder. Ooh, I didn't uh, even, I didn't I know like why I didn't even think. <laughs> can't believe I didn't even think about that. Of course, yeah. It's her son. Oh. Who else is going to comfort her? Oh my God. That would be great. Nice, she, Alina. Here's my prediction. She's going to become a big drinker. <laughs> She's going to be a sloppy drunk. I would like that, actually. Okay, maybe that would not. Be fun. <laughs> I don't see it happening. Uh, maybe not. She's a little too proper, but it would be it would be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, she's always looking for that thing to, to save or to, you know, foster or whatever. Now she's going to be the one that's needing she, Oh, that's yeah. true. So... This, uh, I would imagine Clarkson That would is going to make for some great drama next season. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, John. I like that. Well, I know I, we're kind of peppering and, and Alina. Yeah. It's definitely Whoa. Alina. She's <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they did, and they look great together when they're yeah, at the fair. They I mean, look, it's like, you they know, have I can a lot see of things there. in common. And, and, you know, she was yeah. married to a doctor, so it's like, yeah. Well, yeah, and he said to her, when in, in his sort of declaration, or one of his declarations, he was saying, uh, you know me and my life better than anyone. Right. So. I'm ready for it. Right. I'm, sli- I'm, I'm slightly like heartbroken happen. for him. Yes. Now that we're talking uh, about Speaking it. of heartbreaking, let's move oh, on to Edith. Oh, great. <laughs> poor, poor Edith. Edith. <laughs> uh, <sighs> uh, so, we, so many Edith jokes. We have talked about Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, lay them out because we've talked about it like crazy. We know that, uh, you know. As soon as any love was professed for Edith, it was going to come with strings of tragedy. Yes. A tragedy down the road, yes, for exactly. sure. So, and how desperate was Mr. Gregson? Oh, <laughs> I didn't like it. He bought tails. Kind of uncomfortable. Just happened to be in the neighborhood. I'm going to so. be at Donegal, as a matter of fact, just a few <laughs> okay. yards no. down the road. Yeah, Call you me know, on my cell. You know, putting aside. Mary's snobbery about the whole thing. I, I just figured the guy has. Mary was bitchy about it. She the, really he has was. Tails, he has dinner attire. <laughs> and, you know, you got to give the guy credit because, look, I, I have to win her over, so I've got to win the family over. Right? So at least he's, you know, and he's not doing it in, in any. Odd uh, it's ways. not being underhanded. No, exactly. He's being very upfront about right. it, which yeah. is which is honorable. I think uh, that's what I think. Okay, you know, it's, but you, all right, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that you know, you know, it's not going to happen. I know. I was surprised that Matthew's the one who uh, nipped it. I was well, too. He was, so was she. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was definitely though becoming the you know he's becoming the well not anymore but you know he's becoming the lord of the manor sort yeah. of that, you know? yeah and, and the defender yeah. of the downtrodden as Rose called him and remember he's the one that saved Rose with that whole thing last sure. week at the bar so it, it seemed to me of course he's it, and even said do you think I would let her live this life of misery without lifting one figure to stop it yeah. 
So, <laughs> Matthew. He's, you know, and he has to. We miss you already. So, uh, he, you know, uh, we'll talk about it in news, but... Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, well, actually, let me just say this one because right, it, it helps us talk about what we're talking about. Um, the... Uh, what's her, Oh, sorry, I don't have these papers here. Hang on. Uh, Laura what? Carmichael, who plays Lady, Lady, Lady Edith... Um, is set to get feisty next season. Hmm. Um, <laughs> very happy about that. She said that like that uh, Lady Edith is now becoming quite a modern, independent woman. And to quote Laura, she said she's coming into her own a little bit. I think it's all been ups and downs, but I think after being jilted, she's thrown it all out the window. Any ideas she did have in place. Uh, and any of the ideas she did have in place, and I think that's been good for her. It's given her a bit of independence and hotspur. I love playing her. Hmm. So I hmm. think that says that Lady Edith is going to become a bit of a trollop. She's going to become whoa, the whoa, family whoa, trollop. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> whoa. No, I'm okay no. with this. Me too. Maybe sassy. Sure. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think trollop, but sassy. No, maybe. actually, trollop is not. She no, would never. No. But, but I think that that's sort of the indicator that. I th- I think she's going to have a relationship. Well, with Greg. Yeah. Do you think with the, okay? I do. What do you well, think? Well, yeah, she's probably realizing life is too short. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been playing by the rules this right. whole time, and and if Matthew can die, anybody can die at any yeah. minute. So, so yeah. why not take so, advantage? Right. And, and you know, convention says I shouldn't because he's already married, but. Just because the law hasn't caught up with this, and ha- th- there's no uh, mechanism for him to divorce a woman who's mentally insane, right? Why should I not have a life that's happy? And he is a—he g- seems like a good man. I mean, he yeah, seems that's genuinely seems honorable. interested. Yeah. So it was good enough for Jane Eyre. You there know? you go. <laughs> so no. but, but would you like to see them together? I'd like to see them together. I mean, I—I I feel like. Unfortunately, the men that she tends to be attracted to are just all impossible for whatever reason. It right. makes me sad. But yeah. I'd rather see a happy Edith who's doing something that's, you know, maybe a not with the times. Against convention, wrong, yeah. You know, than, to, than to see sad Edith who's, okay. you know what I mean, just kind of pathetic. And, you know, it's like she, she kind of like, I feel like the last season just wallowed in her misery instead of doing anything about it. Okay, so then let me ask you this then. Because obviously Gregson professes his love to her and she yes. says, I cannot see a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And then Matthew says, look, use the ghillie ball to say a proper goodbye. goodbye. Mm-hmm. He does that. And she says, this is not no. goodbye. Yeah. And isn't that the exact same thing she did with Sir, was it Sir Charles last year? Sir Anthony. Sir, Sir Anthony. Anthony. Thank you. Excuse me. Sir Anthony. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same language. It's like, because he said, you know, the same thing. And she said, oh, this is not goodbye. She's, it's the exact same thing. Is she different now? Or is it the same thing? Well, he's more interested. Mr. Gregson is more interested. Than sure. Sir he's Anthony. pursuing yeah. her. So that could be the difference. That is a definite difference in the situation. Mm-hmm. He creeps me out less. How's that? <laughs> is it because he's younger? I don't even think that's it. I don't know. There was something about, I, I felt like, you know, the previous suitor was just so uncomfortable. So, yeah, he was awkward. With whatever was feelings awkward. he had for her. And it just, it felt really one-sided. Whereas I feel like Gregson's very passionate towards yeah. her. Right. You know, in his own way. And I, I prefer that. Well, I think it's because Sir Anthony knew it was improper for him to pursue her. And I think that was, was always in the ro- in the way of his uh, genuine affection for her. But so well, anyway. and he had the moral conflict of that you know she would end up being his nurse. Yeah, I mean that's insane. and he didn't want that's to he didn't want to put her through that. Yeah. So in that sense, and Gregson has his own. Uh, 
uh, well, I, <laughs> social dilemma. It, exactly. <laughs> social maybe not his age, so to speak, but maybe his marital status. It might be a problem. Yeah. Too bad he just can't go on Facebook and change it. Taste in men. So, so all right. So we, we 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 want her to be happy, Edith, but we don't know if that's ever going to be the case. It doesn't look <laughs> yeah. like it, though. Yeah. Well, we might have an apocalypse if Edith is happy for like more than like one episode. I think something terribly wrong is going to happen for that's everyone right. else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the world's turning upside down. Okay. Okay. Then think about this. With Mary losing Matthew, uh-huh. and with Edith maybe being happy, what's that going to do to Mary? <laughs> like I said, <laughs> she can't stand that. Poor, poor Edith. <laughs> yeah, don't want to be in the. W- in that yeah, I'm with you, Alina. Yeah, you don't want to be. I, in the, I don't think it's going to be. All right. No. I don't think it's going to be puppies and rainbows for Edith. <laughs> no. I don't think so. But she's stronger now, so yeah. she, she could take it. She could take it, exactly. She's been jilted at the altar. Yeah. That's a little harassment from her sister. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to get it anyway. I mean, yeah. honestly, Mary's going to be so desperately unhappy that it's going to happen anyway. So, well, And we'll love it, right? I'm going to enjoy it. You love that it's going to Because Mary will bounce back. Mary, she's a survivor. I she was enjoying Mar- Happy Mary and the Sweet Mary with Matthew. Yeah. Oh. And the way they were playing it up this episode, like every scene, they were so affectionate toward yes. Matthew. Yes. Mean Julian Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking my heart. I'm well, going to write a letter does. to Mean Dan Stevens. Right. I That's know, true. you're right. I'm blaming the wrong man. Right. <laughs> uh, well, Mean leads us to O'Brien. Yes, it does. That was an excellent segue, segue. John. Um, So, what do we think of it? So, we get the first. We get to Dun Eagle, and we're eating downstairs with the servants, and that was just to see the difference between Dun Eagles downstairs and down. I thought that was fun. Yes, Yes. call them everybody. You're called by the person whom you serve. Yes, I thought that was interesting. And the, the, this, the, everybody's standing at military attention when the butler gets <laughs> up. I mean, not that that doesn't happen in down, but it isn't as rigid. Right. No. So, as, so I thought that was strange. But then we have this kindred spirit, as she goes with Wilkins yes. and O'Brien. You know, we went, oh I boy. think they both went to the same lurking school. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're, just, they're both always lurking. Lurking in the background. Oh. In the background. And even the way she was talking and how it was this sugar-coated stuff, you're going, oh, God, that's, that does yeah. not feel well when yeah. she no, talks. No. It mm. seems so insincere and and then of course when that one time when she calls uh, uh, O'Brien to come in because the lady <laughs> wants to <laughs> speak oh, to her. I'm sure she's going to make a fuss. <laughs> oh my god, just the claws came out like crazy. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. The look she gave when uh, she had to hang on to O'Brien's stuff and fix Lady Flincher's hair. Woo! Yeah, that was that was harsh. Yeah. Cuz so. you know all sorts of um not alliances, but pride issues were being right. crossed there and but challenged. Yes, and, they, and then mm-hmm. they, they were also talking about how, you know, Wilkins did not want to leave and yeah. go off with Lady, but uh, O'Brien said it would be great. So were they trying to hint that O'Brien is leaving I and be going so. off with Lady Flincher? That last scene at the Gilly yeah. Ball when she goes up to the yeah. Lady Lady Flincher. and She's grateful. Yeah, and right before that, what did she tell Wil- Wilkins? Or am I yeah, Wilkins. Wilkins, yeah, she said... I'm grateful because I don't have to worry about being any loyalty to you. Oh, that yes. was good. Yeah. What an O'Brien line. She yeah. put O'Brien, like, I was on O'Brien's side, and I am resentful to Wilkins for that. She made me, like, I was right. ready for O'Brien to win, and I'm like, what's happening Wait, here? My world has shifted. <laughs> since, so when do I, since when am I rooting for O'Brien? <laughs> this is wrong. Exactly. She's a witch, that Wilkins. <laughs> She's charmed us. <gasps> Well, is it, well, and of course we had our nice comedic moment with Mosley yeah. taking. Oh. <laughs> that was so Mosley. 
Last I'm week with Mosley in the cricket game, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. this week. I mean, I wonder if the actor comes. Like, what am I doing? Oh, come on! Is he happy about what he gets to play, or is he going really? I got to be the buffoon again? Can can I be the good guy? I can think I he. I think he loves. It. I would. I think he he'd be seems great. To enjoy That's it. true. Yeah. Well, he does such a good job at it. <laughs> he is. So. That was awesome. Well, yeah, and I think it's fun. funny that you know, in in these modern days of, of roofies and things like that, yeah. that it just took a little whiskey to make everything go all crazy. Well, yeah. Billy Ball. Yeah. Well, you know, it looked like he downed one or two though by the. By the end. Well, yeah, he's probably a lightweight too. I mean, let's yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, and they don't have a lot of time to drink when they're right. you know yeah. serving the family. There's not a lot of beer toting time. No. And <laughs> let's go have a pint. So, so we don't look forward to uh, whatever O'Brien's going to bestow upon somebody because I'm sure that's going to be horrible. Yeah, exactly. Well, we, we yeah. talked I about. I look forward to. You, you like that? Huh? <laughs> yes. You like her lurking about? I liked it. Okay. When it's not between her and Thomas, I really enjoy it, because that made me uncomfortable, and it made me really dislike her intensely. Okay. But this, it was like, this was fair game just because as nasty or nastier, right. and so, so I rooted for her. Okay. Fair game. I thought it was interesting that they brought somebody in just to take, go up against O'Brien so that we would like her again. Ooh, <laughs> very smart. Yes. Person. So just, just have somebody mean and, mean and nastier than O'Brien <laughs> so we can go, yeah, way to go, O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Yeah, she's just turning the tables on us. Twisting that again, Julian twisting us like crazy. Sure, so. And to think that we, Wilkins thought that she would fall for her little trick. Mm. Yeah. You're not messing with O'Brien. <laughs> she's a trickster. She doesn't uh, get tricked. Ten steps ahead. Ten Always. steps ahead. O'Brien. <laughs> um, well, we just talked. Uh, we was going to talk about this last, but uh, let's do it now. James and Thomas, because we were talking about Thomas and how O'Brien had been going after him. So go ahead, Tammy. Well, just you know, just opening uh, the opening of the show where they're packing up, and we see that there's still a little bit of uneasiness in that situation. But doesn't want to be helped, right? But they're obviously still working together, and and you know things are status quo to a certain degree. Yeah, but even when they're going to go out, they they, you know uh, they talk about going to the fair, and Thomas says, "Yeah, you you want to go, James?" And he goes, "Well, I'll go if there's a crowd going, but I'm not going with you." Right. Basically, what he's saying. Right. So you know, there's that. And even Albert, uh, Albert, Alfred, Alfred, yeah, yeah, you know, kind of derides him for it, like you know, get off his case, basically. Yeah, when they're uh, yeah, right before down. they sit down in the lo- in the lounge chairs. <laughs> so I thought, you know, trying to you know smooth the waters. Let's get on. Let's get on. Let's move right. on from this. Right. Uh, but James wants to have nothing to do with it. Right. No. Well, James came out in this. Didn't come out. That's not the right word. Um, yeah. <laughs> was pr- portrayed in this episode as being, you know, kind of willful and sort yeah. of bucking the system with his um, informed bet yeah. at yeah. the tug of war mm-hmm. and just asserting his will a lot and kind of being a little bit of an upstart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More so than he has been in the past. I mean, we, we haven't really seen it manifest. He was he was kind of an independent, but yeah, but sort of coming uh, coming to the fore more mm-hmm. in this episode because of the the bed and having his money mm-hmm. and getting his drink on and you know <laughs> and then getting in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as he's drinking, I'm going okay. Oh, he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's no. in trouble. No, he was very. I'm sorry. Go no, go. He was very. I felt like unlikable the last few episodes. Like right. I, yeah. from the beginning, yeah. I didn't love his character. I didn't think he seemed like a kind person. Right. And then the way he handled the Thomas thing, I thought was really ugly. Mm-hmm. And so seeing him this episode just be a little more human 
and a little more likable. I mean, it was, I think it's about time. Again, they made O'Brien likable and they made him likable. I mean, I'm so confused by this episode. <laughs> <laughs> They've really done a good job on me. They are trifling with our emotions. Yeah. But how about Thomas stepping in, so taking the beating? And yeah. James, I thought like, it was weird that James really? is, he just takes off and going, what, what, yeah, what are you I doing? Know. Well, Thomas did Why'd say run. I know. Run. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but He should have yeah, done it, though. Yeah. That was a bit cowardly. It was, it was. Uh, which w- actually I thought worked because that made him feel even more guilty, which made him bad. go into that room and talk to. I think that's why he went in and talked to Thomas is that I couldn't even stick around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe right. talk about that. And he yeah. calls him brave yeah. at the end. And certainly braver than he was. N- indeed. So absolutely, and I think that was a lot of the point. Yeah. That was a great scene. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was a great scene. I don't know. I feel like that was the bravest thing I've seen Thomas do. The most kind of selfless thing. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, because he's done some cowardly things in the past. He's done some really terrible, Mm -hmm. horrible things. And this was just a moment where he instinctually, because he, I mean, for whatever reason, he he took the brunt of the beating and he did something that a lot of braver men maybe wouldn't have done. So, I mean, it was. Everyone just, I feel like, shifted so much this episode. I feel like people that were villains became a little kinder and softer and a little yeah. more likable, and he's no exception. Yeah. And, you know, and it's interesting because it is a year later since last week's episode, so they've had, we didn't get to see what's transpired over that year. So obviously they probably had shifts and moves along that arc, but it's good to see that they've come that far in that year. And I, I thought the scene upstairs with uh, them, the two of them, and uh, just they just want to be friends, which, you know, I don't know how that's going to play out because mm-hmm. that always works great. <laughs> right, <laughs> when there's the, the un- unrequited one-sided love. One-sided <laughs> exactly. Love. But uh, you can, uh, it looked, when James actually said, I can do that, I, I, I believed him. I thought, yeah. okay, yes. ma- he's yeah. finally going to make an effort to just. Yes, it was a really sincere moment. Yeah, I thought that was, that was a really good moment and a long-awaited one that <coughs> we've all felt. So all right, that takes us over to Rose and Lady Fincher. We, uh, now we, what do we? Now Rose even shifted because now that you know the mom, you know that Rose. You're not so. Uh, you don't think she's, she's not a, a rebel without a cause yes. anymore. <laughs> she has a cause. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, Susan was bleak. I mean, she's yep. just so unhappy. Yeah. And and again, uh, you know, like you said, Rose. You get where Rose is coming yeah. from. Last season, I felt like she was. I mean, this the episode with her. It was just ah. Oh just she was so just all over the place and so willful and selfish and just she was such trouble for everyone mm-hmm. and seeing the environment she was in I mean Susan in the beginning I didn't know where they were going to go with this I mm-hmm. thought I thought maybe I just assumed the man would be I don't know why I assumed that Shrimpy would be the problem but then seeing Susan and Shrimpy and the fact that the tension really seemed to originate from Susan with everyone and all her relationships it was, it was really interesting I mean yeah. I feel for Rose now like Me I really too. like her and you really wanted her to end up with uh, Cora, didn't you? Yes, because please, then you please. see her change <laughs> when she's with Cora. Yeah. yeah. It's, so. She's the vulnerable, sweet girl mm-hmm. that when probably that's probably who she is. In that situation, she can have a proper mo- mother-daughter right. relationship. And it's synchronicitous because Sybil, Sybil not being there, exactly. Cora taking that place. And, and so. that's what Shrimpy asks for. Yeah. He says, yeah. I just want you to show her love. Yeah. And I thought it was great, that line that he said that, you know, you need to learn. It's like riding a horse or yeah. riding French if you don't yeah. learn it when you're young. And it's hard to get the trick of it later, uh, which is so true. Susan didn't learn it. Yeah, no. no. But the other, things that were, the other things I thought were fascinating in that particular storyline is, you know, obviously from Rose's perspective, she couldn't see how much her mother did care about it because her mother really was just scared for her. She was just afraid right. that you know, horrible things are going to happen right. to her daughter. She was just trying to do everything she could to protect her. 
not doing it very well or in the right way but that's for me that's what her intent was yeah. and she and Cora completely understood that and you know when once I got that somebody else understood that I was okay there's some hope there because mm-hmm. until I think until Susan realized that somebody else understood her, she was just going to hang on to Rose for as long as she could. Yeah, I think that's a great observation. That, and that she was sort Not of done. doing doing the wrong things for the right reasons. Yeah. Just yeah. just in a really dysfunctional way and yeah. and in a way that was clearly not effective, but she didn't have another another modus. Right. To, to and I think that, that it was I think Julian wanted to show us that she, Susan picked the right person to do this because the one thing that uh, Susan asks, is, "Please speak well of me, not all the time." But uh. and Cora has are, had been speaking well of her to Rose the whole time. Yes, yeah. And yes. I thought, wow, that was. And who better? Who would know better than Cora what the mom needed yeah. in that instance? Yeah. So I thought that was wonderful. So touching moment. It was <laughs> wonderful. I th- just you know a little off topic, but that Susan called Rose a slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she that she looks like that was very shocking. Yeah. Is that yeah. the first time? I think that's the first time I've never heard that. her on the show. And yeah. what, do, what did the dowagers say? Just like that? Does it? Do you remember the line? It was. I don't remember the line, it was, but it was something. Well, right. You don't. You don't often hear that word amongst the heathers. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Leave it yeah, to her. Dowager, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, and it, you know, and, and really, all that Susan wanted was somebody to be in her corner she even asked you're my aunt please stick up for me I get no support here I, you know he's too easy on her and I'm trying to save her yeah at least in the, that's what right. in her head anyway right. she had a slight persecution complex because yeah. in the beginning <laughs> I thought maybe it was them right. I don't know why I made that assumption um, and then I realized her quiet desperation was of her own doing I mean right. like it became very clear so she had a little bit of persecution complex yeah. going on there yeah. Well, I, mean, I can't even imagine living there, being a young woman, living there. Because what is around? What is there for you to do? And the only person that is, well, you're having a conversation with, for the most part, is your mother, who's just got the reins on you like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, how's that? What's that like? <laughs> oh, so well, that's never happened to me. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh. Can you stay out of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then let's move on to something more yes, fun. Let's, let's talk please. about Pat Moore. Mrs. Pat oh. Moore. <laughs> she has a love interest. She's Finally, so you know, she had been, uh, you know, you know, lobbying Julian for a love interest for Miss Pat Moore for a while. Oh, yep. really? Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Finally yeah. acquiesced. That makes so, it better. Yeah. So this is, but th- I go well. You kind of got what you wanted. <laughs> I mean, this, you had a flirtation, not really a love interest, so to speak. But well, well he was—he was quite a character, wasn't he? He was, he was, a he was the cheeky devil. <laughs> yes, the, yes. So. My favorite line in the whole episode was, "In that blouse, you look like you walked off the pages of Vogue." Yes. <laughs> That's what Mrs. Patmore Suiters told her, yeah. and I was like, "Go, Mrs. Patmore." Yeah. <laughs> it was golden. That whole thing. My favorite um, thing that she said was, "No one's wanted to square me since the Golden Jubilee," yeah. and I just want to say that all the time now. No yeah, one wants yeah. to squire me tonight. You know, I mean, it was oh, it's so it's so much comedy and so much heartwarming so stuff happening. I think you should start a new T-shirt. I want to be squired. <laughs> I want to be squired. It's been too long. Squire me, baby. That's it. Squire me. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So let's do that. So, what did we think of him? Did we in the moment at all? Did anybody think, okay, this might be it, or did everybody think, oh no, 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 what's going on here? I didn't necessarily think it would work out, but I didn't see. 
him being such a player coming. Right. Who knew? Oh, what the right. heck? Look at him. <laughs> a Lothario. What it was little hoochies. You want to talk about sluts? There was a few at the fair. There yes. were some sluts at the fair. <laughs> Thank oh. God for Mrs. Hughes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she was like seeing all sorts of stuff that day. Yeah. It was like constantly. <laughs> no. She's Pat like, oh no. Oh no. Oh God. So true. Oh man. <laughs> Not you. And Pat Moore's blind to it all. What? What? I well, know. I like to line. I think it was Thomas when, when some. Well, she is a woman, isn't she? Yeah. Well, Technic- only technically. Yeah. That was all the lines. Like I feel like there was so much comedy in this whole situation. It was so good. but not at her expense. I felt like she was, especially at the yeah, end, her relief. Like she, yeah, I yeah. loved that. I know that, that was a great was, twist. It was a surprise, wasn't it? It was, was a, a great surprise, twist, and it made it, me feel better about it. Thank yeah. God, because I go and all. Please, I don't want. I couldn't. I was. I'm, I, go, I do not want her sad. I just. No. I'm, not, I'm, I'm having a hard enough time. I don't need another. <laughs> Sad moment here, please. Because <laughs> I mean, she's a nice old lady. Don't have her be just gutted. No, no she did not deserve it. No. Yeah, so, but I, it was a great twist, and I was like, oh, thank God. She yes. was so relieved. Well, he loves to be in love. <laughs> just wanted wanted her for her food. Yeah, yeah. she make a killer shepherd's pie. Yeah, oh. she does. And <laughs> and pate. And the pate. We understand. Mm. Don't so, forget the pate. Yeah, we kind of love that. Man, uh, wh- what else we got? Oh, we Anna and uh, oh, Anna. Anna learning to do the real. Oh, yeah, yes. just because oh, Bates has got some Scottish. Cute. So much romance. So when Bates is staring at her when she's yeah. doing it, and oh my goodness. I don't remember the name of the actor, but he's so good. Brendan Coyle. He's Brendan Coyle, Brendan yeah. Coyle is so... He's so good with her. The two of them have such amazing chemistry. Mm-hmm. And him watching her dance, I literally kind of got, like, goosebumps. I'm like, oh, my, Brendan Coyle. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello there. <laughs> so, basically, we're going to amend this. She wants Brendan Coyle to squire her. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. I will admit it. <laughs> I also really like the moment about um, when Rose was teaching him yeah. how to dance. That was great. I was like, finally, Rose they, gets they to be look, herself. Yeah, and they look and like... she's a nice girl. Exactly. And they and look like teenagers. Exactly. A little bit of just, Young you know, let, letting your hair down and having some fun yeah. and not yeah. worrying about who's going to think what about whom and who's judging whom. Yeah. Let's just be girls and have fun. Yes. It's beautiful. It's adorable. It's a great stolen moment. Mm-hmm. I thought Susan was gonna. I just had this at the to- when they were having fun. Me I was like, too. Susan's gonna walk in. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> stomach. I was like, oh no, oh no, stop. Moment it. of happiness for Rose. Yeah. It can't last. Do we have any other favorite moment? I do. I actually, right. I just, we, I wanted to talk about this in the beginning, but then we, we kind of got off topic. But Matthew, when he meets his baby mm-hmm. and Aww. says, hello, my dearest chap, and says, I wonder if he knows how much joy he brings. And that he says, I feel like I swallowed a box of fireworks. Yeah. Aww. So many good lines in that scene. How sweet was that? But then he's dead. Yeah. Carson's excitement. Over the baby oh, yeah, so yeah, much yeah. that he doesn't even ask the sex <laughs> of the baby. <laughs> that was so great. Oh, he's so good. That moment was really fun. I mean, the calm before the storm. I don't know. I just, I, well, I love Carson. He he and yeah, Mrs. So. Patmore and Mrs. Hughes are really three of my favorite characters. But his excitement so that he could barely, like, articulate himself, which is unusual for him. Yeah, he's easy. It was beautiful. I mean, I loved it. That was good. Yeah. That was very good. <laughs> he's never out of it. All right, so we covered everything. Shall we move on to the uh, news and gossip? I want to hear the news. Okay. We have lots of news. I've got a lot of and news. And after news, we'll go to our special segment. Yeah. Oh, no, just do predictions and a special segment. Okay. 
Julian Fellows says that he does not blame Dan Stevens for leaving Downton. Ah. Says, Who does he blame? I'm not going to criticize him. It's a very funny career to try to make any sense, as I only know too well. Mm-hmm. And when you definitely feel like something is the right move, you've got to do it. But I was very sad. <coughs> um, and then talking about the reason why Dan Stevens left, yeah. there's been a lot of speculation about it. And there's n- nothing really terribly clear yeah. has come out. But there is one thing that Julian Fellows said. He says the American network NBC, which owns the production company, which makes the show, basically bankrolled the first series and there was talk that it didn't want to put so much money in this time. Even with all even with all this, there is still a plan to do a fifth series, Whoa. or as we would call them, season. So, we'll, we'll definitely, at least as far as it goes right now, going to have a season four and five. Wow. Yay, way better. <laughs> um, Maggie Smith is on 60 Minutes tonight. Oh. Yeah, I read that one. And in a very rare sit-down interview, and she revealed in this interview that she has never seen a single episode of Downton Abbey. <gasps> what? I love her for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> she <laughs> says, I don't sit down to watch it, and the reason why is because she's yeah. simply too much of a perfectionist, wow. and she worries that watching herself on TV would lead her to second guess her own performance. Yes. I get that. Yeah. I get it. That makes sense. Oh, and know. then she said that she she will look at it when it's all over. And she's not. Really Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the point? Move on. I yeah. feel kind of sad for her to not get to see Downton Abbey. I know. It's such a good show. She's she missing out. <laughs> she's missing out. She lived it. <laughs> all right. So we have some season four news. Julian Fellows says that Mary trying to rebuild her life will be a key theme for season four. Okay, there we go. She will be getting a new boyfriend. Uh What? Lord Anthony Gillingham. Okay. Interesting. There's been lots of speculation. No, there's lots of speculation about it, um, but they do say that he will also be in season five. So it's going to be serious for whoever becomes Lord Anthony Gillingham. Two seasons out of it. Um, He also said about season four that the killing off of beloved characters is over. Finally. (laughs) He says, we don't want it turning into midsummer murders where they live in the same village and 450 (laughs) people get murdered. Okay, good to know. So we can sort of relax with that. Okay, good. Um, Anna and Bates, now that Bates is free, Joanne Froggett, who plays Anna, said that there is some good news in store for Uh the couple. Oh, no. (laughs) I think it does. She doesn't say that, but she says, you certainly see Anna and Bates in times of happiness, which I think was well needed. She says, I, I'm afraid I can't say much more, but I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yeah. She also says Anna's getting a look and a new hairstyle. What? Oh. So there you go, all you fashionistas. What? Um, <laughs> and, and the other thing that she said that I thought was really interesting, she said, um, there are certainly aspects of Anna's character that I've never seen before, and I think these scripts are the best yet. Julian Ooh. Fellows has done such an incredible job. Interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. I believe that. So that's, that's wonderful. Uh, season four, <laughs> set to premiere January 2014. Uh, what? Uh, I think we're all going to have a heart attack wow. before then. However, I have some wow. great news for Americans with this. All I am right, so that? excited about this. Julian Fellows is set to write and produce The Gilded Age for the U.S. network NBC. A pilot is in development. Nice. It is a period drama following the lives of the wealthy 
in right. New York in the 19th century. Okay. It's billed as an epic tale of the princes so, of the Astor. American Renaissance and the vast fortunes that they made and spent Waldorf. in the late 19th century New York. Nice. So that's very exciting. Um, there, there's talk that probably the Martha Levinson character that sure. was played by Shirley MacLaine was part of his entree into that world. Oh, right. Don't excite oh. me. Please yes. keep her. So, the Gilded Age. I think it sounds so fabulous. I'm really looking I forward do too, to that. I do too, but I'm scared Ooh. now because NBC doesn't do too well with uh, its uh, shows. <laughs> they always get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it worries me a little bit. <laughs> Maybe Julian Fellows will break records with NBC like he did with Masterpiece Theater and PBS. Oh God, I Yay! Hope. If anyone can do it. All right. Um, got? I've got a little more. Hugh okay. Bonneville, who plays Robert Crawley, says, I don't okay. think I have a huge amount in common with Robert. Uh, and if I met him at a dinner party, at a dinner party, I don't know that we'd have a lot to say. He says, underneath okay. it all, this series is about romance rather than sex. It's about tension rather than violence. And it's about family, both the literal family and the staff as a family. Okay. And that's sort of his talk about why the show works. Um, he says, these days when we have relationships that are forged, consummated, and brought to an end in 24 hours. But back then, the pace of life was slower, and I think we like to breathe and enjoy that world. And that's why we're so in love with Downton Abbey. And then, just to return to some of the news that we talked about with Dan Stevens a ways back. He defended Benedict Cumberpatch, oh, who, if you'll remember, on Twitter, or not on Twitter, was quoted as saying that Downton Abbey was effing atrocious. Yes. Benedict. Yes. Dan Stevens says, from what he has told me and from what I understand, he was misquoted or certainly quoted out of context. But the thing that upset people was there's sort of an unwritten rule that whatever you think of other people's shows, you dis don't diss them to journalists. And so it was a misstep, really, oh, okay. sort of what Dan mm. Stevens right. is saying. Um, final right. thing about Dan Stevens, <laughs> poor, poor Matthew. Um, he's apparently being lined up to play Jane Austen's brooding romantic hero, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> but it is he's the favorite to star in a BBC adaptation of Death Comes to Pemberley, a 2011 P.D. James murder story based around the characters of Darcy and Elizabeth Bennet. Okay. Hmm. So it's kind of a modern take on that. A um, couple other uh, actors up for that as well, but he looks to be in the lead. So that's okay, what we have that's our news. And wow. Gossip. He's Good no Colin stuff. Firth, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> All right. We've already had some predictions. Let's move on to others. Oh my goodness. Right. Well, and now, you're after Buzz TV. So we'll recap a little bit. We think that Mary, well, obviously, we know now that Mary, Mary's getting a boyfriend. Yeah, and we think Edith is going to be stepping out with. With Michael, Gregson, right. the editor. Yes. Uh, but we think that obviously going to be tension with the sisters because if Edith is happy, Mary was not going to be happy about yes. that. Rose is going to be in the mix because right. she's going to be a bit of a sister. Will she still be sassy? Will she be as sassy uh, for the Downton crew as she is with uh, Rose? Susan? Rose, yeah. Well, it, she may, I think she may influence Edith a little bit, Ooh. which Ooh. is going to be kind of interesting I mean, if that's the case. Yeah. I think that could make for some great drama and conflict. Well, every woman that comes into the household, I, I wonder, Branson? That's, oh my I God, that no, no, this is scary. Rose and Tom. <laughs> really? I have to wonder. I mean, She's honestly. So young, well, okay. I mean, you, every time, I mean, even with Edith a couple times before, Gregson, I was like, hmm. No, no. I mean, I don't know why. My mind just goes there. But I, she obviously likes wealthy uh, husbands, so I'm not sure. <laughs> who's that? Rose. Rose? Because that's who oh, she yeah, was out with. Well, she was kind of acting out at the time, though, wasn't yeah. she? You know, he's All been right. married, so. Okay. He could fit that bill. 
I mean, it might be illicit. It might not. I mean, obviously, it's not right. I mean, it doesn't seem like they would. She's a good fit. She's not ready to be a mother. But I don't know. Karen's just thinks there's going to be some tension there. I think that Tom and James are going to hook up. You do? I had that thought, too. When James walked into the room, I thought something was going to happen. I don't know why. Well, I he got that is sense. awfully good looking, yes. which is sometimes a, um, you know, wow. he's, he's very well groomed. I mean, they both are. They honestly. talk about how handsome he is, like, like obnoxiously handsome. He's shown no interest in any and of the females, which yes. I mean, it doesn't mean anything I know, but it's like, he's just, I don't know. I feel like that there was a bit of tension when he came in where he just, he seems like now that he's open to Thomas, like maybe he's kind of like a little more just open in general, even though he said he wasn't. I don't know. I think friendship could lead to other things. Really? Hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> I think that could make for some great right. TV. Listen, Julian. <laughs> yeah. Give us what we so, want. Uh, is, is Daisy going to stay or is she going to go work the farm? Daisy's oh, good question. Stay. Just because she's one of my faves. Yeah. yeah. Alfred is no Daisy. I'm sorry. You, you can't put Alfred in the... I mean, because I, I was reading some things saying maybe they'll put Alfred in that role since he really wants to, to be cook. cooking. But he's... I mean, he's no Daisy. Like, Daisy's interesting to me. Like, I, her yes. character arc has been very interesting. I agree. Alfred, I have yet to feel a lot about. Right. You know? I right. agree with that. I agree with that. Do you have any predictions, Sean? No, you guys already took them off. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think I have no, any. I, those I, are no. pretty good. Yeah. Those are pretty I'm gonna, good. I'm going to live with those. I'm good. <laughs> no. How about you, Marissa? Anything? <laughs> uh, nope. No? Okay, good. All right, then let's move on to our Talk about segment. Katrina. All right, Katrina. Yes. So, yeah. we all know you as, you know, the voice, season two star, and you were in the semifinals of Adam Levine's team. I was. Yes. Yes, and that was fun. It, I, I imagine it would be. <laughs> yeah. But now, right now, you're currently doing an album, correct? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm going to start the album um, in a couple weeks. We just finished a Kickstarter to crowdfund it. Nice. On Friday, actually, and we're fully funded, so I'm finally ready to get in the studio and start recording what You I've been started writing. your Kickstarter fund on Friday, and you're fully funded by today. Oh, no, I wish. No, oh. we just ended it. Oh, God. It, it ended okay. on, like, early Saturday morning, and we were, it was, it was to the wire, I have to say. Oh, yeah. As it is with Kickstarter, uh-huh. yeah. we were fully funded Friday evening and then some. So that's, that's great. exciting! Like, Congratulations! Thank you so yeah. much. I'm it's like thrilling. finally ready now to like do this. It takes and in a preparation, you've been writing, does. right? In yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, a lot of people I think kind of dove back into it sure. what they were doing before the show after the show but for me I needed to kind of figure out my musical aesthetic and right. who I wanted to be going forward and I did just months of kind of being a hermit and writing and co-writing and just trying to figure everything out and I I didn't want to do an album until I mean I had everything written I didn't want to find funding until I, I knew what I was doing going forward so and can you tell I, us a little bit about that process or what it was like to write with uh, uh, I assume colleagues or people that you knew or did, did yeah you I mean you I, know, I did a lot of writing on my own I wrote with some people that were actually mutual friends that mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that well before the show. I didn't really write with any of the contestants. That's uh-huh. the one thing that I regret, and I, I know there's still time for that. But yeah, I mean, it really opened me up, because before the show, I I taken two years off. I didn't really know who I was as an artist, and after the show, I had a kind of a lot to say. I had a lot of stuff to process through my writing, so... Oh, did you surprise yourself with some of the things you were saying? I did! I, there's, <laughs> there's, you know, I think I'm a little more of a strong kind of 
I have more power than I thought oh, I did. Oh, that's great. Well, that's yeah. a good thing to surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, at least it felt like I did. <laughs> and what kind of music can we expect from you? Is it going to be something that we, we're used to hearing from you, or, or did you venture out? I mean, I think I ventured out a little. There's definitely a couple of ballads, kind of like the things I did on mm-hmm. the show, like Jar of Hearts. Right. I, I love my ballads. I never met a sad song <laughs> I didn't like, so there's plenty of that. <laughs> but there's also some, some stronger, more aggressive songs, kind of, um, I call it indie pop for grown-ups. Okay, um, nice. But I mean, like the single that we're going to hopefully put out like in March or April mm-hmm. is, is kind of along the lines of pink right. Kelly Clarkson wow. like a touch that's of great. gold wrap from like the late 90s that's great so well, that's nice. very exciting yeah, it is exciting we don't, you don't have released it just yet but you'll let us know and you'll tweet it out to everybody oh, so they can absolutely. look for that definitely, so definitely. Make sure we look for a Twitter feed so I'm sure yes. she'll let everybody know oh, what I is will. your Twitter handle so we can write it down right now I was now. just about to get to that <laughs> thank you very much Tamara <laughs> it's Katrina P. Music Katrina okay. P. Music and then we'd love to have you come back on and if you pick a show and you come back on you can announce it to everybody and do it from here as well. Well, thank you very much. I'm going to take that. you up on that offer. Yeah, yeah. got to come back <laughs> for the voice recap. Oh, that would be fun. I tweet cap it, actually. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm kind of obsessed with it. Now that I'm not on the show, I'm a little bit of the rabid fan. <laughs> Watching every show and, like, having my favorites and, you know. That's, that's good. It, and let's see, you've also done, what, we got a show coming up at the Hotel Cafe on March 16th. I do. I'm March excited. It's a Saturday night. It's going to be me and and my guys, my fellows, my full nice. band. They're amazing. And a lot of the songs we're going to be doing are off the album with a few nice. select covers. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be a really good time. I love the Hotel Cafe. I think it's a great venue. It's very intimate, but there's enough space to get a lot of people in there. Mm-hmm. So, And where can they good. find that? Do they buy purchase tickets? or what? Yeah, we're actually going to put the link up in the next great. week or so. Everything, okay. everything comes through on Twitter. Okay, I'll announce everything on Twitter. And you just did uh, a stint on the Marie Show, correct? I did. So much fun. I um, I used to watch the Hallmark Channel all the time mm-hmm. when I lived at home, so I'm excited nice. about that. And I did two of the songs that are going to be on the album. Okay. So, and she's great. She is such a pleasure. So I was, it was nice to meet it, kind of an icon that mm-hmm. I'm a little in love with. So that was, it was great. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, and what was it like? Recently, you got back with uh, you were at a party, a Room Five party, and you met up yeah. with Adam again. How'd that the go? Grammy party, right? Oh yeah, it was Room mm-hmm. Five Grammy party. Yeah. I was, I was like, what are they doing, letting me into <laughs> this? <you know? laughs> but they did, and um, he he was there, and um, I haven't seen him since the show. I mean, he's a busy guy, and it's sure. like you know we're in different circles. But I approached him, and he was amazing. Oh, that's I great. mean, he was so nice. I mean, he's always he was always very kind and gracious, yeah. and he always smelled good. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Particularly exclusive right there. He yeah. smells really good, and uh, his cologne smells almost as good as he does. Because you <laughs> got that in your gift bag on the way out. I've been wearing it, the men's one, actually. <laughs> so I could say I'm wearing Adam Levine right nice. now, actually. No, it was it was amazing. He was just as kind and gracious as ever. So it was it was so good to see him again. I couldn't have asked for a better kind of reunion. Well, that's terrific. It was good. And that's mm-hmm. great to hear. Good to hear, yeah. It's not always nice to know that someone's like Adam's there. Yeah. Yes. All right. So Well, that's good. So we'll... we'll, we'll, we'll Pay attention to the Twitter feed for all that information, Please. especially the album coming out and the, when we when how they can get tickets to what is it the Hotel Cafe, Hotel Cafe. March sixteenth. That's coming up quickly. That's yes, exciting. and when the Marie Show will air, I'll I'll, I'll You'll send let that to me. I should well. know in the next few days, so hopefully soon. Great. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess that anybody else have any qu- anything else you want to share about that? No, I okay. think we covered everything. You're so thorough. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then that wraps it up here for us. Let's play that music out. Yeah. So, along with uh, getting your Twitter feed at Katrina Park, what is it, Katrina? Katrina? Make sure I get this right. At Katrina, Katrina P. 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 Music. Yeah. As I was saying, without the P. Alina, let everybody know where they can find you. At underscore Alina23, that's A L I N A 23. And um, also Thursday nights on Project Runway here at AfterBuzz. It's Tamara. 
Um, I am really sad that this is our last out in Abbey. I just want to say that on our way out. This, I, I, it's going to be a long, stinking 11 months before oh. we see this again. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G. I also have a groovy website. Um, that is TamaraCentral.com. I've got new jewelry up that I put up this yeah, week with um, antique English metals incorporated into the pieces. So take a look. When you go onto my website, there's a link that says jewelry. Um, you can take a look. Brand new pie- brand new old pieces up there. And on a sister show of Marie's on the yes, Hallmark Channel. Yes, I'm also on the Hallmark Channel yes. on Home and Family. I'll be on this Wednesday. We sh- awesome. You should come on Home and Family. I'll talk to some people see if we can get you. Please that would be good. Okay, Marissa, they're going to find you where? Um, I do Glee and Once Upon a Time tonight Three. on Sundays. And I'll be engineering every other show here. <laughs> there you go. All right. Awesome. You'll find me on Justified. That's it. All right. Uh, and on behalf of everybody here, we want to thank you for tuning in, especially this short season. We wish it was longer. We wish we'd be with you every week. But, hey, that's the way it goes with British period pieces. Turn <laughs> them. But they do. They so. hook us, and then they leave us that's hanging. That's right. Oh, it's a killer. More. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. And we will talk to you next in a year. Time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manu. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Cup of tea. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Very good, Gene.